and we're back as Ken would say. You, I, I love doing this with you, but I'm not going to lie. It makes me miss Ken. I miss Ken. This is, Ken yeah. is so much more fun. He's got the flow. I know. He's, uh, he's got panache, like you said. He does. He's the one who got me to do this. So I'm over here going, I don't know about this. I hope I don't lose listeners over me being the lead here. Or me and me. And yeah. Well, you know, next week we're going to bring on someone else. We've got a going to have a few guest hosts until our fearless leader is back in action which won't be long he's got this so let's talk about signs you had brought up signs so let's talk about uh, this briefly signs symbols is something uh been on my mind a lot lately kicked out a video about uh, signs and symbols uh, last week or so. Um, uh, that was a long break. Sorry about that. <laughs> Did you just lose your train of thought? <laughs> no. Uh, you know, so I've been thinking about this kind of stuff a lot. I used to be the type of person that, um, and I still am. I'm butt heads with um, any type of organized way of uh, teaching, of learning, of uh, being. I was very against um, ritual that uh, everyone's supposed to take part in the same ritual. Um, And I've come around to understanding that it's so important, if not to have a communal um, recognition of symbols, communal recognition of uh, ritual, to have a personal um, connection to different symbols, different rituals, different um, um, signposts in your life that have uh, their own unique meaning to you. Um, it's it's always great to hear how everybody else connects to something and uh, see how they're connecting and, you know, attempt it your way. But it's really important to dig deep and find your connection to um, whatever you're trying to connect to. It's going to be your symbol. It's going to be your sign. It's going to be your ritual. And that's what's going to take you the the next level deeper. The next two levels deeper is is making it personal. But they are very important. They keep you focused. They keep your intentions focused. Um, They really help you keep your mind distracted so you can do the work, especially with energy work. Um, Yeah, it's... It's good stuff. So explain where someone might want to incorporate signs or symbols into their life or their work. Because I use I use signs and symbols all day long in mm-hmm. the work that I do. You do. And I speak of them a lot. Yeah. But in this in the methods you're speaking of, explain how someone would use signs and symbols in their daily life. Um Let's look at it more like ritual, putting ritual into your life. Um, If 
you have a, I'm going to, let's talk about meditation. So you have a specific place you do it. You have a specific um, chair you sit in, you have a cushion, a blanket, you have a specific environment. Uh, everything is the same every time. You don't have to think about anything but the work you're doing. Um, think about like when you're in the car, you're driving the car. You don't think about hitting the brakes when somebody jumps out in front of you. It's almost, it's instant. You just yeah. do it. Um, a car pulls out in front of you, you swerve. You yeah. just do it. It's because you've done it so many times and it's kind of repetitive. Um, your mind doesn't have to get involved that much. It's going to react the way you've reacted the last time and the time before that and the time before that. With you, sometimes it's a little slower on the brakes. I got it. I, I like to keep you guessing. Oh, you do. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's just a matter of you put those little um, pieces into your life where you're creating that little bit of rep repetition and familiarity so that you don't have to, you don't have to spend any time thinking about it. You don't have to mm. put any effort into that part of it. And you can just focus on what you want to focus on. Okay. Yeah, you know, focus on the energy, or focus on your meditation, or focus on uh, um, whatever, whatever you're into. Yeah. Your spell, your magic, your you know whatever your you're doing. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, you know, if it, cool. if you're doing it the same way every time, um, you're taking a lot of those uh, variables of distraction out, and that's where symbols come in too. Using different symbols um, can help you focus laser focus your intention mm -hmm. you're like this symbol for me means this and this is what i'm doing or this is how i'm using this energy or this this uh mode um and they're very specific to each person uh we do spend a lot of time um trying to help each other uh learn our ways you know as a teacher i'm um, people can you hear the dog snoring? She's in her meditation. <laughs> I was going to say, well, she's over here meditating. If y'all can't hear her snoring, it's it's really adorable. But... She was meditating. Now she fell asleep. It's all good, though. It's all good. Anyway, yeah, we all we all can benefit from as a teacher. Yeah, as teaching, um, it, I don't like. I want people to understand that this is just how I do it. I want you to find your way to do this. But sometimes the easiest way to learn that, me learning, is to see somebody and see their way, <laughs> try their way, see what works for me, what doesn't, what vibes, what doesn't. If it doesn't vibe, I'm not going to hold on to it at all. I'm going to find, okay, I, I get it. I get where we're going with this. So how do I find that myself? Right. So what's right. the new symbol I'm going to have? What's the new ritual I'm going to have to help me get closer to where my Got destination? It. Which makes sense. Cause when I teach, um, I always talk about how I'm going to teach you my way. I'm going to teach you one method to, to one way, one method. Well, I teach several ways, but yeah, it's but like, you know what I mean. I'm going to teach you this way. However, I don't expect you to use my method. I want you to take it and make it your own. Let go of your expectations and, and create your connections. And I think that's been one of the coolest things I've witnessed as a teacher and a mentor is watching people find their own ritual or their own method and their own patterns to connect 
and to do the work that they need to do. I, I feel like that. And I think it's, it's really been hard. Very yeah. I think it's really hard for people though, the way society is um, set up, the way our learning has been, um, the way we learn, the way we're taught in school, you know, you're learning the same thing as everybody else. You're learning it the same way as everybody else. And you're supposed to understand it the exact same way as everybody else. Well, we're all individuals and we all have different ways of learning and we all have different um, things that are going to um, spark our curiosity and uh, spark our uh, desire to, to go on, to learn more. So uh, it's a hard one. That is one of the hardest things I think for a lot of people is um, uh, getting rid of that. And like I said, coming to it from the other side and I'm still, I, I feel bad actually, because I just have such um, hostility towards organized um, ways of doing things. I'm like, no, Coming I can the person... do it my way if I want to. <laughs> Which is so true, but it's funny because you are probably one of the most organized people I know in life in general. When it comes to a drawer, yeah. Yeah, and everything around us. Yes. Yeah. And so you'd like, okay, I like so... my pants folded a certain way. It's ritualistic. Oh, I know. I don't have to think about it. If it's folded up and it's in the right spot, I don't think I could go into the dresser with my eyes closed and know where my stuff is. Yeah. I I'm just eliminating way. distractions. So you love organization if it's your way. Yes. Okay. Got it. Check. Just. <laughs> I love my organization. Got it. Yeah. What I don't got... like other organizations imposing on me. I, I get that after. And I'm really trying to, that's one of my goals is uh, this last week is trying to uh, work or this week is to try and uh, focus on letting go of some of that uh that angst <laughs> against mm. against others about uh organization uh or their rituals or their ways which is funny is because you and i are both overly organized people except me in the filing cabinet we won't talk about that but i love your filing <laughs> but <laughs> you and i are both ocd so it's kind of funny to to put those two together but yeah we battle that pretty well. It's Except fun. my Christmas obsession. There's always something to learn and something you thought you already learned. Um, like this time we were talking about this shift. It's bringing up things um, that uh, we're having to re-learn and redo. Um, and you're, you're going back and revisiting things you thought you already learned. But there was a there's a deeper lesson to, to be learned. Yes. Because now you know more. And so you got to go True. back every once in a while and revisit stuff, rehash it. And it's fun. It is fun. I think it's fun. So what is your final overall message for anyone listening today? If you had to give everyone a message, what would it be about what we talked about? Know that you are loved. I like that as that's been on my f magnet board for a week. I do love that. Chris is really good at positive affirmations. He's good at those. Uh, eh, I don't know. <laughs> but the only thing that really matters is love, really. So. Good point. Good point. My best advice for this week, because... I know you guys were a little bit behind on podcasts through all of this craziness, but I will keep us, get us back on track. We'll be up and running, but 
my advice until we talk again is don't lose your shit in the shift. <laughs> it's, hang on. It's, we are about through this. We are about through the deconstruct phase. Um, you know, brighter days are coming. So everybody, Embrace it. Embrace yeah. Because you don't get these opportunities very often. So embrace this. Maybe a little painful, but squeeze it hard and hold on and learn as much as you can from it. Yeah. Yep. So true. All right. Well, thank you for joining me. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Just kind of had to hijack you. So it worked pretty yeah. well. Perfect. We will have another surprise guest next time we talk. Um, once again, quickly, thank you for everyone who listens um, don't forget to send us any questions or any topics you'd like to have us talk about to our email at the psychic medium podcast at Gmail, but also don't forget to jump on and help support our favorite guy. Don't forget to jump on and help support Ken and all of us can find one way to support, even if it's not a monetary donation share the page, share it. Let's get Ken as much help and support as he gives to everybody else. Um, he is truly one of the most amazing people I've ever had the pleasure to meet. And he is truly my family. So from, you know, bottom of my heart out, sending him love today. So everyone listening, send all of your love out to Twilla, to Tuli. Tuli. Out to Stockton. Ken Stockton. Oh, that's right. Stockton. Yeah, I'll kick my butt. But we probably shouldn't have said that. Now we don't know where he lives, so he can edit that. But send it kids away. <laughs> but send them all the love. But like, follow, share the page, get it out there. We got a couple more days before the drawing ends, and I want to see it closes on Friday if my mind serves me right right now. But again jump on any of the platform Facebook pages and you'll find the info. So again, thanks for everybody who listened. See ya. Well, hello and welcome to another amazing episode of psychic medium, the podcast. I know you are all so disappointed right now that that did not come from Ken. I can feel it. I don't have quite the, what do you call it? Panesh. Panesh. Yeah, there's the word. I don't have quite that oomph that he has. So I know you're all missing him at this moment. Um, I am missing him too as my partner in crime with this. I do have my other partner in crime with me today, though, is Chris, um, who many of you have heard me talk about over this journey you've been with us on. He is my husband and my spiritual partner over here he's quite an amazing guy so we'll bring him on in a second and let you guys learn a little bit about him he's going to be partnering with me through today's shenanigans um just a little update i know many of you guys are asking about ken he's doing very well just had a second to talk with him um he is eating bacon and i know all of you know how much he loves bacon so that was a huge plus so yep keep sending him all the healing you've got and all of the attention his way because it's doing wonders. So thank you everybody who has helped. Also, thank you to everybody who has donated to the fundraiser and to the cause. It's, it's really getting up there and making me quite proud. So I'm quite thrilled about that. 
And also don't forget, there's some amazing prizes in there. I have even donated a mentorship session um, for 10 mentorship sessions with me um, to the pot. So get out there, buy your raffle tickets, make your make your donations. You can hear Wilhelmina growling in the background in agreement. So she's going to snort her way through this episode with us. Um, so yeah, get on there. Um, you can find it on my page, uh, the psychic medium or sorry, the psychic medium, the podcast is on there, but it's also on the spiritual messenger on Facebook. You can find your links to buy your raffle tickets. All right. You ready for this, Chris? I'm ready. Let's do this. I said, you're stuck with me and not Ken, so. And you're stuck with me, unfortunately. <laughs> you're not wrong. You, well, you I are. I will do my best to, to fill the slot, so. Well, thanks for doing it with me. And you are my favorite pain in the ass, so, you know, couldn't think of a better person. Professional pain in the ass, that should be one of my titles. Oh, that's no shit. That's no shit. And everywhere you go, this pug goes, so we now that's have her right. joining in to the fun. I know. She's my Peter Pan shadow. That she definitely is. Well, introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you do? I'm Chris. I'm the the better half of Kelly. Um, I'm an energy worker. Uh, uh, do healings, energy healings with Reiki. Um, love dabbling in energy. Um, yeah, I just, I, I enjoy learning everything I can about all this uh wonderful stuff um i've been slowly but surely getting a little better with uh my psychic abilities um it hasn't been a super big focus of mine to to get better at it uh be more focused with it i've been focused most of my time on energy on connecting with uh consciousness um connecting with other people's energy and helping other people heal um, that's where my main focus has been for the last few years, and uh, it's getting better. It's always a bumpy road, but uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Well, good. Have you noticed a huge, I would talk about the shift in a second, but have you noticed a bigger demand or a shift among people for healing as we go through all of this worldly crisis? Yeah, and I think a lot of uh, people are... Um, taking this time taking more time for themselves to reflect on uh what matters and what needs to heal and uh and looking at new ways to um get to know themselves get to know their energy get to know um each other um, from a distance uh, that's something else uh we'll be talking about is from a distance yes it has been a topic of a lot of our conversations at dinner table lately hasn't it it has um yeah the pandemic's uh, changed how we view the world. It's changed uh, how we relate with each other, how we relate with ourselves. And uh, it's brought up some fears. It's brought up uh, anxiety. Um, it's brought up bad habits. <laughs> Are you talking about my Amazon addiction? Because that was a low blow. I'm talking about me eating a bag of popcorn and then having a couple of candies on top of that. And then, oh, okay. So you are calling me out there too. All and right. then my cup of coffee for breakfast, you know. So. <laughs> well, I did eat a bag of popcorn with you last night. Yes. So we're not going to talk about that. And it's just not any popcorn, by the way, you guys. This is hot cocoa popcorn. And if you haven't tried it, it's oh, worth a try. Yeah. Well, 
you'll be addicted to it. There's just that. So we'll just leave that one alone. It's another one of Kelly's addictions. Um, yeah, we all, I think, have picking up, picked up some bad habits or even picked up some new good habits. Yeah, yeah. Just so, a lot of change. A lot of, this has yeah. changed a lot. There uh, has been a lot of with change. a lot of people. And so. Yeah. I think in the end, it's all going to be for the positive. So uh, we just got to tough it through, you know. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think it's been interesting for me to watch. And maybe you can give your two cents on this because I know you're you've been doing sessions as well is is like me but I've really noticed in the last mm, two two and a half weeks that there's just this thickness in the energy this heaviness and I've tapped into it several times for myself I have to check a little bit because yes I've lost my shit a few times Crystal Crystal back me up on that statement oh yeah um but it's also been part of my learning process and my learning and learning to let things go. And that's where a lot of us are right now. This shift that we're sitting in, this heaviness, it feels like what the fuck is going on? But it's also really helping us all to grow. It's deconstructing. It's bringing a lot of old emotions, old thoughts, old feelings, things that we thought we had healed from 10 years ago. I'm sure many of you are noticing that they're resurfacing. They're resurfacing. Got myself tongue-tied. So, when y'all hear this, this, the, the snores, snorting, that's the not snorting, me. That's, that's the dog. But just appreciate the greatness of this beast. Anyway, so she's she's a bonus guest today. So, but all of us are noticing these old patterns and old things coming up. But it's not so we sit in them. It's not so we have to resuffer through them. It's so we can acknowledge through we can acknowledge them and allow them to move off allow them to shift to the side. And I think it's also a, a way for us to see how much we've grown. Um, mm. This kind of a, um, a backdrop to where we are right now and uh, gives us a clue um, how far we've come. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with that more. I, I feel like it's, it's like I said, I keep telling people, hold on, hold on. We're a couple weeks out um, from the beginning of the shift, starting to go the other direction. But we're not going to see from this is this is Kelly's predictions. Um, I feel like it's going to be about second week in December, clear till about mid January is where we're finishing up all of this, starting to move into the new phase. So we should start to see a lot of relief coming in January, and it has nothing to do with 2021. Everybody's kind of saying, oh, when 2020 is over, all of this chaos ends. Well, not necessarily. And this is a, a natural cycle, too. Yes. Um, this is it's that time of year. We're, we're coming into uh, winter solstice and uh, all that that entails. And this is kind of part of it. It's just a little deeper this, this year. It is a little deeper. <laughs> a little deeper this year. Uh, little, yeah. It is. It is. A little foggier. But you guys were almost there. We're almost there. So this would be the moment in Ken and I's podcast where he clanks the glass of scotch. Because I feel like after the last couple weeks of this, I could probably really use a drink. Oh, two ice cubes and four fingers. Yeah, I think it's so, if, yeah. Well, let's all have a drink for Ken. Can we just do that, please? Um, yeah, last week I was done adulting. I was handing over the keys and didn't want to adult anymore. So trust me, you're not alone out there, whoever's 
going, huh, this rings a bell. But hang on, hang on. This shift that we're sitting in is really about to bring all of the good things that you've worked for, all of the good things into your space. It's it's about to shift. So all the hard work will pay off, really will pay off. So about, let's talk about your your work for a minute because we both we kind of like had this we briefly mentioned the remote work mm. so how have your sessions been or how have you been doing your sessions with COVID and with everything else going on yeah I've always kind of uh um shied not shied away from doing remote energy work but um uh felt like I used to feel like it wasn't as um targeted um, but in jumping into it and being put in this position where we're kind of forced to, um, do remote work, um, it's helped us, uh, it's helped me see the challenges, um, in front of me, face them and, uh, discover that, uh, this is a great way to, uh, move energy. Um, I have moved energy remotely um, before I started doing energy work in other capacities. Um, but to recognize um, how deep and how good I'm able to get the flow going for healing um, for somebody that's, you know, a thousand miles away, 2000 miles away um, is really nice it's it's really nice to know that uh you know time and space are not part of it um it is different um in a personal experience you know being right there with somebody um you're picking up on some different energies um than you are when you're just putting out the flow Mm um and what do you think about that? I mean, I, how do you interact with the, with the energy? Well, one thing that I'm kind of loving, and this is the reason why I'm glad we're talking about this topic is because I feel I'm trying not to laugh at Wilhelmina over here. I'm trying to stay focused here for a second. I wish y'all could see this crazy dog. Um, this should be a video. This really dog, should be a video. Yeah. Is- Okay, but what I'm loving about that this topic is I feel like this goes for other practitioners and for participants is don't let distance or other means of connection, you know, detour you from helping others and receiving help for yourself. Because since all of this started, you know, my whole dynamic changed. I went from an office setting five days a week um, to seeing people privately, to everything being done um, by remote work, either by phone or, you know, video and all these other methods. And it, I, don't, I have always done remote work because I have clients, you know, all over the world. But to do it full time was a little bit different for me to go, oh, well, okay, this is now how things, it's the new way of doing things. But I feel like a lot of people are mm, put off by it or don't know what to think about it or have hesitations about it. I think some people have a hard time wrapping their heads around how how it's possible. There you go. 
Um, and it's, you have to experience it to, to understand it, but, um, you know, scientists are even beginning to understand this with quantum physics and, uh, the relations of, um, molecules and energies mm-hmm. and, uh, if you're interested, look into it. It's really cool stuff. I don't want to, I could go off for an hour about that, but um, you don't really need to be, I don't need to convince you. It's something you need to experience um, for yourself before you, you really uh, get comfortable with it. You have to try it out. Mm-hmm. So do you feel it's easier for you to do your healing sessions in person or is it the same for you? I think they're both, they have two different qualities to them, uh, but they're both easy. Um, they're both, um, the the flow is awesome in both, but it's a different, um, Like I was mentioning earlier, I apologize for the pauses. I'm, my mind's going. You get it. It's when you're in person, um, I'm picking up on uh, more finite details of uh, maybe let's call it um, different sounds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you're listening to the radio and you're listening to it on good speakers, you're picking up real delicate. Oh, I see how you. Yeah. I see how you just threw that little comment in you there. You gotta pick up the full range. Of you are sound. not having a new sound system. Keep yes, trying. Yes. Okay. Because you want the full range. Of I sound. see what you did there. Christmas. You're, yeah. Uh huh. You're in an old uh, 1960 mono stereo vehicle, and you're missing out on a whole bunch of the sounds. Not to say right that you don't uh, get to have the same. You know. Uh, experience with the music i guess it's kind of a bad analogy because um maybe i'm picking up on finite details um when i have uh, somebody right in front of me maybe i'll picking up on something very specific on uh maybe even from a psychic point of view okay. i pick up on that stuff but i do the same with remotely it just it feels right. different because i'm flowing different yeah um it's kind of hard to explain so it's not like it's a worse experience for me or a worse experience for the client um it's not like the the flow is denigrated at all it's just a little different okay that's a good way to put it so for me we've had this discussion a lot lately is it's, it's weird because in the beginning, I was like, oh, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. And now I'm going, hey, I really love this because the connection for me is the connection. I can drop in anywhere and and tap in and do this work. So I don't I've learned even more so now that I don't have to be in the presence of someone, even though I already knew that before, but even more so now to do the work. And it's interesting because I've actually found and we had this conversation too that even doing it by video I've noticed that the physical body is a little bit of a distraction I think your senses do especially our eyes uh, distract us from um, interacting with energy interacting with life we put our focus you know on our senses 
yeah. our bodily senses instead of uh, keeping that focus on the connection, on the energy. Makes sense. Yeah, for me, it's interesting, too, because even when um, I have to laugh about this, because even when I do in-person sessions, I could see you the next day in Walmart and have no idea who you are. Um, reason being is when I'm in a session, I don't even look at your physical body. I look right past it. I look at your aura. I look at your energy body. I'm looking at your spirit connections. I'm looking at your divine connections. So I really couldn't even tell you what you look like. Okay. So I've noticed that taking the physical body out of the equation, it, it doesn't change the reading at all for me. I can do them any way. But I've noticed I don't have to separate the physical body from the work. I don't have to kind of blur it out or block it out to look around it. So, And I guess I do the same thing when I'm doing it in person because it, uh, it could be anybody laying there. Exactly. I, anybody. It could be anybody right there. Mm-hmm. And it, it really does not matter. My focus is on the energy. So it's not... Um, uh, it's not a, a physical connection yeah. or, you know yeah. what I mean? It, yep. it really doesn't matter that much. No. And people ask me, well, don't you, don't you read body languages? No, because I don't even look at their body. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what was going on on the other <laughs> is side. That, is that coming from your skeptics? Or, yes. Or yes. Like, well, are you reading my mind? <laughs> are you reading my body language? Reading my body language? My husband can attest to this. I don't pay attention to shit. Nothing. <laughs> nothing <laughs> in the physical realm does she pay attention to unless it's shiny or christmas i don't pay attention to anything so i try hard i'm right or I'm, the hot chocolate popcorn hot chocolate popcorn you pay attention to that yeah, i, pay yeah, I get your that. attention with some of that yeah that's pretty good stuff you guys you, gotta check it out you guys got me there but no i i'm not one to pay attention to people's um physical bodies i never have been it's they're just the vehicle, if you will. So, yeah. So, so where I'm going with this is people who may be asking, how can I do this work remotely? Or how can I step into my power in this new day and age? Just step into it. Just do it because don't limit yourself by not having the physical connections or not having the physical um, space to do so. You don't need it. And that also goes for people um, wanting to receive the work And this doesn't go for just my work or Chris's work. This is practitioners everywhere um, of all different types, whether it be energy healing or psychic medium work or rune readings or whatever. You don't need the physical body and the physical connection. The flow is the flow and the connection is the connection. I got a good one. So last week um, I've been trying out a whole bunch of different, uh, um, meditation techniques. Um, one of the techniques I came across last week was uh, you're sitting at a table, open-eyed, um, getting yourself into meditative state and just staring at the table, basically, and, and just, you know, observing everything but nothing in particular. And with your mind in your mind put a candle on the table you can do it you can Mm -hmm. you can place that image that's in your mind 
and uh, superimpose it into the image field that you're seeing visually. This is the same type of thing you can do with uh, remote work. Um, you can superimpose the, the person you're trying to connect to um, right there in your field. Um, I don't know, I, I, when I did the meditation, it, I just saw a little click there of how this um, could be a helpful tool to, uh, um, to recognize that it doesn't have to be there for you to be able to work with it. Mm. The mind is a crazy, yes. crazy powerful thing. Yes, and uh, it is. and uh, meditation for me has been so much fun. Um, getting to know my mind and and uh, getting to understand um, the processes of uh, of thought and of emotion of reality. You know, but uh, that that's one way you can uh, step into. Um, doing remote work is just pretend that the person's right there um uh one uh friend of mine uh my reiki teacher suggested using a, a doll um to do reiki work on somebody remotely mm. focused on the individual parts of the doll as you would be focused on the person themselves it's so is tool. that what that mannequin special doll is in the shed you mean the big one that's screaming oh, oh, oh different doll <laughs> different doll okay no i don't i don't use a doll <laughs> but uh mm -hmm. nice comeback mm -hmm. <laughs> just, well, just, kidding. just keep stepping in that hole <laughs> i can keep going all day you know me but uh no it, it's and that's a that's leads us into something else too. Yeah. Signs, symbols, using oh. using tools. Gotta to hold on to that one for a minute. Because before will. we go there, I want you to walk me through because everybody knows um well most people who know who listen to this have heard about my work and my sessions and the things I do in my work, but people have yet to experience the magic of Chris. So explain to me. Um, if you can hear over Wilhelmina's snores. By the way, this podcast comes with a free um, autograph picture from Wilhelmina. <laughs> um, but walk us through or explain to me what a session with you looks like. What do you do in your session or what does it look like? So a remote session, that's the sessions we're doing right now. Um, I would... I would contact you at a specific time whenever we're starting the session. Um, go over somebody, uh, explain to somebody, you know, they need a nice, calm place. They need something, uh, something comfortable where they're not going to be in, interrupted at all, you know, for the next 30 to 60 minutes. And they could either be sitting, they could be laying. Um, and then... The only thing I ask is for them to focus on the intentions of what they want healing. I don't need to know what they want healing. I don't even need to know what they want healed. I need them to focus on what they would like healed. But what if they don't know what needs to be healed? They're, st they're still going to heal. So okay. the energy is going to go where the energy needs to go, no matter what. And my purpose is just creating that flow giving them i'm turning the shower head on 
um, so that they can just get dumped with energy. It's going to go where it needs to go. But if they have something very specific that they want uh, worked on, I want them to keep that intention with them and kind of get into a semi-meditative state um, focus on the breath a little bit, focus on sensations of the body and just kind of feel where the energy is going, feel what's happening, um, feel the release of the old energy. Hmm. I don't like to use the term negative or positive energy because uh, all energy is just energy. It just is. <laughs> and some of it's useful and some of it isn't, you know, so let's get rid of the stuff that's not useful and make room for stuff that is. Hmm. Exchange. So, the exchange. So I we just kind of heat keep that flow going and uh, try and get rid of the unusable stuff and dump in stuff that is usable. And um, it's really beneficial to, to fill that up. And it really comes down to um, accepting the energy. Um, you're accepting it with your intentions. And so I'll go through and I'll work um, I'll get the flow going on my end. I'll hang up. Now this is, this is the hard <laughs> part. This is the part that I don't like about doing remotes. So because of this dog and because of the <laughs> noises in my environment that don't affect me and don't bother me, um, they may affect the person trying to chillax on the other side. Um, so after I tell them, Hey, we're getting ready to start, you know, get in position. Mm -hmm. Here comes the flow. Um, I'll hang up. Now the shitty part of that list is when it's all over, when I'm done, I call them. So I'm giving you a rude awakening with the phone your call. phone's going off. Um, the other problem with that is, uh, you know, you get uh, alerts and stuff on your phone all the time. So the phone may be sitting there pinging and, and, and everything, but it's kind of wonky that way, but, uh, it's, I haven't had anybody say that, uh, it was a bad experience or that they did not feel the flow or it did not help them. I haven't had anybody say that yet. And I would love somebody to tell me that if they didn't, you know, right. I would hope that somebody would. Um, but yeah, so far it's been, uh, really good doing remote sessions. Um, well, I've had a lot of people who have had your sessions that also work with me. We kind of work, we have a lot of people that we intermix. Yeah. And everyone that has talked to me about your work was really um, amazed at the amazing visuals they got with you. So I think that's pretty cool is that you allow them to, well, maybe you don't allow, maybe that was the wrong wording, verbiage, but you show them. The, the flow showing them. I don't, I don't know. I think it's part of you too. I feel like they pick up on your energy. I feel like that's a piece of it. What do you think about, does that sound about right? Because your energy's in the flow. Yeah. So they're going to pick it's up on that flow. part of you. So, I don't know. I haven't quite figured that out or uh, nailed that one down. Uh, because my my intention on my end is just to create flow without involving my intentions into it. Okay. Other than healing. That's the only intention that I put out there is that I want this energy to heal. Oh, okay. So you don't so, set any intentions for them to see or no. you just let it go. Okay. I just, okay. I'm, well, it, in a Reiki session. 
Okay, so Reiki, I am very passive. I am just creating flow and uh, and just healing. Now, if I'm doing an intuitive energy healing, mm-hmm. I'm going to be putting my intentions. My energy is going to mix. I'm going to be um, putting my focus into that energy also. My intentions. Got it. Okay, so there's where. Okay. So if I makes sense, you know, maybe inadvertently I am putting some more intentions other than just healing in there, but I don't intend to. Got it. So well, whatever you're doing, crazy cool stuff has popped up in some of these sessions. Like I've I've had a couple lately that I was just like, holy cow, that was cool. Yeah, I've had some pretty cool responses on the backside of your sessions too so i was i was proud (laughs) but i also thought it was pretty amazing to have people have that experience when you know there's no there's no visual contact at all for you it's all phone and and you you hang up the phone you could be doing anything you know what i mean they don't know what you're doing but they're feeling the flow so that just shows that they're picking up oh i know that i know that and you know that but i'm saying but yeah i can see where they're like yeah he just hung up he's gonna call back in a while and yeah. We'll see what happens. I can see yeah. skepticism there, but yeah. Uh. <laughs> He's over here eating his Big Mac. No. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do some laundry. No. Um, no. When I'm in the zone, I'm in the zone. Uh, it, I prep before I even start um, uh, moving energy. I'm going to get my energy straight, so I'm going to be doing energy work on myself to make sure that uh, I'm good. Um, and part of that is, uh, I don't even know if I have to do that, but it's part of my ritual. It's yeah. kind of a ritualistic kind of thing that I've picked up of uh, making sure right before I start that I'm, um, my space is good and uh, I'm connecting to the consciousness. I'm connecting to the energy. I have, I can bear witness to all of that. I have seen you do that. You've even scared the shit out of me meditating on the patio a couple of times when I <laughs> walked by and didn't see you there and came back and you, yeah, scared the living shit out of me. But, all right. Anything else you want to add about your sessions before we take a short no, musical, short musical break? Let's take a break. Okay. <laughs> 